Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What a show we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God, summer's here. Everything's fun and nice, and we're going to keep it going right here on the old Harlan Highway. <laughs> Suddenly I turned into the penguin. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of crazy stuff today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, the, uh, the uh, difficulty with modern-day rental cars. Uh, when you rent a car and you're confronted with all this unusual foreign technology that you didn't used to have, and it makes it difficult to figure out a rental car. Uh, I believe, I don't know, that someone's coming to the studio today with, Roger said someone's bringing some ice cream to the studio. So we'll wait and see what happens there. Uh, we have an, an excellent uh Excellent interview today with uh, the first uh, former first lady Hillary Rodden Clinton with uh, Charles Parsley on a brand new episode of the Parsley Papers, and of course we'll be taking a few of your phone calls, uh, you the pavement pounders, because you guys always phone in, and I love hearing your calls. Uh, and by the way, you can call me at three two three seven three nine forty three thirty if you want. And maybe you'll be on the air. But enough of that. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. This is the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice, steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. That is thought for some mountain thing to say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. All right, here we go. Uh, look, I I know you probably don't want me to uh, get into this topic, but but you know it's inevitable. It's it's gonna happen. Uh, you know, I know I know the presidential race is still a ways off, 2016, but everybody's talking about Hillary Clinton and is she gonna run and can she win? And uh, so I thought, even at the risk of things being a little boring. You know, I would I would delve into the whole Hillary Clinton running for president thing and, uh, you know, just give you a few thoughts on what I... Wait, hello? Wait, Roger, what's up? Who's here? Hello? Hello, my name is Dimitri Olio. What, Dimitri, what are you doing here? It's the middle of the summertime, and I am bringing the ice cream. You can't bring your ice cream card in here. I've got all kinds of yummy, yummy ice cream. I see you've got an ice cream card. I'm doing a podcast. We've got the lemon women. What? The lemon women. We've got the yummy lemon women. We've got the sugar woogie. The sugar woogie. I've got the summertime favorite. What's summertime favorite? Banana Rama. Shoogie Woogie Banana Rama and Raspberry Fart Cloud. What? I've got a brand new flavor. Dimitri Olio, the ice cream guy. Got Strawberry Fart Cloud. I thought you said it was a Raspberry Fart Cloud. Well, we've got two. Two for one. 
You give me money, I give you two delicious fruity fruity fart cloud. What about Bananarama? That'll be two dollars and forty nine cents. Why am I even asking? Can you can you get out of here? I'm do I'm doing a podcast. I've got the fudgy wudgy nut cut. <laughs> the fudgy wudgy nut cut. All kinds of flavors. Dimitri Oleo the ice cream guy. Look, I know it's summer. Everyone like. Can you shut that music off? I've got all kinds of fun flavors. How about coconut crunkle crunk? Coconut crunkle crunk. Can, can you shut the music off? How about some pomegranate in your gomegranate? Roger, get him out. I don't need ice cream. How about some funny wunny honey bunny? Dimitri Olio's got. Get him out. Get out. Get him out of Turn that music off. Get out. How about some lemon yellow coconut cherry chumble wumble? Get out. Roger. Holy God, man. You let a guy in here with an ice cream cart? Dimitri Olio. You know what? I was going to do this whole thing about Hillary Clinton and the elect. Forget it. Now I don't even want to do it. I'm all discombobulated. Jeez. Would you not let that guy in here with his ice cream? I've never even heard of these flavors. You know what? Throw to a commercial and then let us let me get my thoughts together and come back. Sorry about that, folks. Dimitri Olio. How about some yummy, yummy cinnamon clumpy? Get out! Holding out on your mother? What? You never told me Massengill douche has Effectol. I just bought it. Only Massengill has Effectol for effective douching any time of the month. Massengill adds Effectol to all three fragrances for a clean, fresh feeling of gentle, effective douching. I've always liked Massengill's more comfortable slanted design. And only Massengill has Effectol for effective douching any time of the month. Trust Massengill, the leader for 74 years. The Harland Highway, question of the day. Okay, here it is. Are cars getting too technologically advanced? Yeah, that's right. I know. I'm a big guy for technology, but holy smokes. Uh, As I told you guys, I was on a trip to Europe recently, and uh, I flew into Paris, and I got a rental car. And, you know, I got to the car, and there was just so much technology going on that that, that the car itself was very confusing. It had all these features and bells and whistles and gimmicks that, that, you know, made it difficult for a layperson like myself to cruise around. Um, you know, traditionally cars, when you rented a car, it was like, put in the key, turn the ignition, put it in drive and go. That was the extent of cars. But now there's so much stuff going on in cars now. It's like modern cell phones or computers. There's so many features, you don't know how to work them all. And so uh, I rent this car, I get a BMW and, uh, and I get in it, and it's got one of these things where there's no key. You, you push the, you push the thing in, and, and then you you put your foot on the brake and you press a start button, okay. 
and uh, and then the stick shift is like it's this weird. Instead of just going back to drive, reverse, forward, it's it's this newfangled kind of electric stick shift that y- you know forwards is backwards and backwards is like. In other words, to go in reverse, I pulled the stick shift forward. And to drive, I pulled it. I don't know. I just remember it being very confusing. And something shouldn't be that. It's like every time I got in that car, I was like, wait, do I push the stick shift forward or pull it backwards to get into drive? Like I kept getting it wrong because it was, and I know you're thinking, well, you either went forward or backwards, dummy. But the way they had it configured and the electronics, it it was harder than I'm making it sound. And then, uh, and then the car had this feature where I've never seen it, that if you come to a stop, the engine shuts off. So imagine me roaming around in Paris, the busy streets of Paris. Everything's in French. I'm confused. I got a GPS system talking to me in French. Avec soi, avec quoi, quest avec les so uh, I'm driving around, and I uh, come to a stoplight, and brrr, the motor stops. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I stall? And so I kind of slightly turn the wheel, and the car starts. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just start the car by turning the wheel? And uh, so I'm driving along. It happens again. The car stops at the red light. And I'm like, the engine shuts off. And I'm like... All right, let me try giving the wheel a little turn. Sure enough, it starts up. I'm like, good Lord. Is this necessary? I mean, doesn't it put more wear and tear on the engine to start it and stop it all the time versus just letting it idle? But see, all this stuff, this fancy stuff is good if you're buying a car at a dealership and the car dealer goes, and by the way, we have this cool feature that when you uh, sit at a light for more than 10 seconds in order to save gas and cut down on emissions, the car actually shuts itself off. Now, to start it again, all you have to do is give the wheel a little nudge or take your foot off the brake pedal. Okay, great. But to an idiot like me renting a car, that's like, oh, my God, the car's stalled. I'm in the middle of a strange country. I don't know where I am. The car's stopped. Oh, oh, wait, it started. I don't need that stress. And the guys at the counter don't tell you that. And then I got to the, the, the key thing, the little, uh, you know, the, the, the key chain. I'm trying to figure out how to lock and unlock the uh, the doors. Like there's a button that shows an arrow going up and I'm thinking, okay, that's probably for unlock. So I press it and nothing happened because the doors were already unlocked. And I'm like, well, where's the lock button? So I go two days without being able to lock my car. And then I notice there's a logo, the BMW logo in the middle of the keychain, And I'm like, gee, I wonder if I press the logo. Sure enough, bleep, 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 car locks up. This is just a fluke. Like, I'm like, I just, I'll give it a shot. But who, how do you know these things? So there's all these all these uh, new kind of contraptions and things. And, and uh, there's, there's so many new, they're reinventing the wheel when it comes to the car. 
I don't know if a lot of it's necessary, but man, oh man, is it intimidating when you don't know anything about a car, when they just throw you in a car and there's all these magical elements that happen. Um, so buyer beware, renter beware. If you're, if you're renting a car, you might want to ask up front, Hey, is there any, is there any, like, uh, do I need to take a course at DeVry before I rent this car for three days? Like, do I need to go uh, stop in at uh, MIT and enroll in a, an electronics program? Uh, is there a dark room, a nice quiet dark room where I can go and read the uh, IBM manual to this car? for seven hours before I dare put the key in the ignition or wave the magic wand to start it or sneeze on it to get it going. I don't know how these new cars work. So I don't know, man. Just be careful what you're getting out there. And uh, why? why? Why do we need some of this stuff? Why? The Harland Highway question of the day. Harlan Williams, dude, these women in this world, they're just, some of them are just so lost in their own world that they don't even, that doesn't even cross their mind that they're, they're not even being like good and real good. Ah, fuck, please don't put this on, it's a retarded message. Hello? Hey, Harlan, I want to thank you for helping me to um, get through my day with uh, comedy, help me get through the... uh, the stress of the drug test and the new job. I want to thank you. And I also want to ask you, how do you handle the anxiety of your job doing stand-up and hecklers? Thanks. Bye, Harlan. Have a good week. Well, excellent question. That first one from that other guy wasn't excellent because he asked me not to play it, so I, I would never do that. But as far as his last caller... Um, you know, dealing with the stress of the job, you know, my, my job, God, God love it. It's not really what I would classify as work. It's, it's, it's what I do. It's, it's how I make my living, but it's acting, it's, it's stand up, it's, uh, voice work. It's, it's, it's more fun than anything else. And, and I guess, I guess, uh, well, I guess. Let me t- tackle the stand-up one first, okay? The stand-up one, I don't really have a lot of stress because uh, I, I kind of know what I'm doing when I'm up there. I know what I want to do or I don't know what I want to do, but I guess I've got the confidence on stage that even if I don't know what I'm doing, I have the ability to overcome that or improvise in the moment uh, and, uh, just somehow make it work. So, so the only anxiety I have is maybe sometimes I get a little nervous before I go on stage, but for the most part, my work is fun. So there's not a lot of anxiety with the stand up. As far as hecklers go, I actually enjoy them. Um, I, I, I like the challenge of a heckler. I like, uh, the unexpected nature of heckling. I like having to deal with, uh, kind of like verbal grenades thrown at me. Uh, now, that being said, I do not like hecklers that are on a mission to uh, destroy the show. Sometimes you get hecklers that are just like uh, real dorks, and they're like, you know, they they don't want to have fun. They just want to see if they can wreck the show. And at that point, they're not hurting me. They're hurting the people that came, you know, paid to come and see me. 
So, uh, but good, uh, healthy, heckling, bantering back and forth, as long as it doesn't go too far and take over the whole show. I love it, man. It's a riot. I actually have a couple of CDs out that I've put out over the years called Crowd Control, and uh, they're actually live snippets of me just dealing with hecklers. I guess I'm one of the comics out there that actually enjoys it, and uh, so there you go. Now, as far as acting, that can be stressful, um, but it's a fun kind of stress. I mean, uh, take, for example, my sitcom last season, uh, which we just finished up, my uh, sitcom package deal, we had, to, uh, we had to do two episodes in a week, okay? Each episode is about 50 pages of script, okay? And being one of the main characters, a lot of those pages are dedicated to me. And so you're talking about learning 100 pages in a week, and memorizing it and blah, 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 and learning how to move around on the set and where your spots are and where you're supposed to start and stop and pick up the cup and put the cup down and go through the door and stand by the couch and open the fridge and da, 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 da. So, man, that can be stressful, I got to be honest. But but at the end of the day, you're kind of making a fun, entertaining product. So it's 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 a fun kind of stress. So that's how I deal with it, man. That's how I deal with it. Um, it. It's all kind of a good type of stress to have. Now, that being said, there's probably a lot of jobs where the stress is not good. I mean, I used to work uh, I used to work at a day job uh, as a civil servant for the government when I was just getting started. And, you know, I'd get stress from uh, whiny secretaries. And, you know, I'd get stress from a boss who was like, why haven't you moved those boxes? I told you to move those boxes at 9 o'clock. It's 9.15 and they're still here. When you start getting stress that's that's based around just kind of mundane, uh, stupid things, that that's, that's the stress that ages you quickly, I think. So there's two kinds of stress. There's regular stress and then there's fun stress. And I... I I've kind of directed my life towards having uh, mostly fun stress. Okay, so there's uh, there's your answer. And and just to the first guy that called in, I just want to reaffirm him uh, that uh, I will not play his message as he requested. Ah, fuck! Please don't put this on. It's a retarded message. See now, this guy's stressing. I told you, dude, I'm not gonna put it on. Okay. Please don't put this on. It's a retarded message. Hello, my name is Dimitri Olio, and I'm here with the fresh summertime ice cream. No, 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 Roger! What are you doing back in here, Dimitri Olio? I'm telling you I've got all kinds of fun flavor to help you beat the heat. Oh, God, you will beat the heat. I heard you the first time. Gonna beat the heat. I heard you. I'm gonna beat the heat. That's right, I've got... Funny, fun, fun time flavors of ice cream. Oh, God. How about a nice chewy Chillers Willers? What? Chillers Willers. Chillers Willers. That's right. We've got the one with the nut nut on them. And we've also got a plain vanilla. And we've got the strawberry dip dip. Strawberry dip dip, huh? And how about a nice silly swirl? A what? A silly swirl. Everybody loves a butterscotch silly swirl. I don't want a butterscotch silly swirl. I, sir, am doing a podcast. 
Everybody loves on a hot summer day a strawberry butterscotch silly swirl. I don't want a butterscotch strawberry silly swirl. I'm doing a broadcast here. How about a nutty, crunchy, fun time nut bar? I don't want a nut. Can you get out of here? And how about this music? I'm still going back to the yummy butterscotch, butterscotch swirl fun time. Now, it sounds like you changed the name on it this time. I'm not changing the name. No matter how you scoop it, it's still a butterscotch silly swirl. I'm Dimitri Olio, the ice cream guy. I know you are. Get out of here. I'm doing a show. How about the Chillers Willers? I don't want a Chillers Willers. I don't want a crunchy fun time nut bar. I don't want a butterscotch fun swirl. I don't want... Get out! Get out, get out, get out! Everybody, come around. Dimitri Olio got the ice cream. Every Get out! Good Lord. And how about this? The guy leaves and leaves his cart. What the hell? Excuse me very much, please. I left my cart. Do you mind if I get my cart? Yes, get your cart and get out. And while I'm here, can I interest you in a strawberry butterscotch silly swirl? Get out! Good Lord. You know what, Roger? That that does it. After that kind of idiocy, That this is the type of thing that drives people away from my podcast. They're like, I can't believe I'm listening to a podcast and there's a guy that comes in the studio trying to sell ice cream. Good Lord. Uh, and and now I need something to counterbalance that, that idiotic moment from that dip crap, dip weed. So you know what? I talked earlier in the show about wanting to discuss Hillary Clinton's... Uh, you know, going into the uh, presidential race in 2016 and blah, blah, blah. I, th- I thought our in- our listeners would like something intelligent, something interesting. And so now I'm seeing uh, on my computer screen here that we actually have an interview from our uh, roving reporter, Charles Parsley, from the Harlan Highway. He actually got a very candid sit-down interview with the former first lady, uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton. So... In efforts to forget that idiot ice cream guy, Dimitri Olio, let's go right now to uh, Charles Parsley, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, former First Lady Lady Hillary Clinton on the uh, incredible uh, news magazine, The Parsley Papers. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Charles Parsley, here with former First Lady Hillary Clinton, to ask you the hard-hitting questions that you won't hear on any other chat format. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. These are the Parsley Papers. Now, Mrs. Clinton, let me ask you right out of the chute, if you don't mind. Will you be running for President of the United States in the 2016 presidential election, Mrs. Clinton. You know, I'm going to decide uh, when it feels right for me to decide. And if you do run for president, Mrs. Clinton, will you purchase a brand new pantsuit? I'm not positive about that, but that's probably likely. And can you tell us what color the new pantsuit will be? Blue, green, pink, orange? I have to make the decision that's right for me and the country. 
Mrs. Clinton, let's cut right to the chase, shall we? Have you at any point in time ever farted in one of your pantsuits? People can do whatever they choose to do on whatever timetable they decide. I understand that you have your own personal tailor because you like to fart so hard in your pantsuits that they need some time of extra reinforced security lining. Is that Is that true, Mrs. Clinton? Why do you have your own personal fart tailor? To determine where the blast walls need to be or where the reinforcements need to be. Yes, Mrs. Clinton, we understand. And after you do a long, powerful first lady fart, how do you express yourself after letting the wind blow out of your canyon? Thank God for scrunchies. Thank God for scrunchies indeed, Miss Clinton. Let's shift gears one more time. Please tell us, Mrs. Hillary Rodham Clinton, what was it like to be the first lady for full two terms representing the United States of America? I was so tired of getting my hair done every day and all kinds of places around the world, often with people who language I didn't speak and they didn't speak mine. And being the first lady under your husband, President Bill Clinton, of course we have to delve into the Monica Lewinsky scandal, and it's been said, Miss Clinton, that you actually had your head pressed to the door during the said illicit transaction between your husband and the intern Monica Lewinsky. You were listening through the door as the sexual act of oral sex was taking place. What did you hear your husband say to the intern Monica Lewinsky? I'm gonna let it grow. I'm just gonna pull it back. Oh, difficult words for a married woman to hear. And then take a deep breath. Oh, that must have been horrible to hear through the White House Oval Office walls, Mrs. Clinton. My heart was in my throat because we were watching on the video screen what was happening. Oh, my goodness. And how did that make you feel, First Lady Rodham Clinton? That, is, that to me, is inappropriate where the experience and the expertise lies elsewhere. Are you implying that you have the expertise, Mrs. Clinton? <laughs> Mrs. Clinton? <laughs> Mrs. Clinton? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes! Mrs. Former First Lady. And last question. After all you've been through with your cheating, scandalous husband, will you ever trust him alone with another woman in the Oval Office with his pants down, smoking a cigar, eating pizza, and getting fellatio? It's a constant effort that we're all engaged in. Indeed we are. Thank you for your time today. First Lady Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> A very revealing look into the secret life of the former First Lady, possible presidential candidate, Hillary Rodham Clinton. I'm Charles Parsley, and these are the Parsley Papers. Okay, okay, that that was an intelligent uh, interview, right, Roger? I mean, it was informative. It was, it was, uh, you know, the thing I like about Parsley, man, he he cuts right to the to the bone, right? He gets right to the questions that other uh, interviewers don't ask. 
He's fearless, that guy. So I feel like we got away from the idiot ice cream guy, and we got right back into something that kind of, uh, you know, puts this podcast in the category of other podcasts where it's, you know, it's worthy of people listening to. So it's not just like, uh, you know, lunacy and what? Who's here? Oh, no, 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 no. Hello, my friend. My name is Dimitri Olio. I have some delicious new ice cream flavors for you. Get out. I just finished. How about this one? Captain Tangerine's Magical Raspberry Pirate Ship. What? Captain Tangerine. I don't want to hear it. Tangerine's Magical Pirate Ferry Ship. I don't want to hear about your new flavor. It's got raspberry swirls, tangerine, and chocolate nuts covered. I don't want to hear. Get them out. Get them out. My name is Dimitri Oleo. I stand at attention for Captain Tangerine's magical raspberry. Get out. Ah! All right, that's it. I'm ending the show, Roger. Nope, we're ending it. I cannot... Stand by and try to do a legitimate podcast and have these mental idiots coming in here. Are you kidding me? Captain Crunchy's Tangerine Raspberry, whatever it is. All right, let's do some announcements and get the hell out of here. Oh, my God. Just uh, remember, everybody, on uh, June 27th, which is coming up real quick. Uh, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh uh, at the Byam Theater, the Byam Theater for the DVE Comedy Festival. This is a huge festival that uh, Pittsburgh puts on every year, and uh, it's an amazing lineup. We have myself, we have Brian Callen, who you've seen in uh, the Hangover movies, Nikki Glaser, uh, Tommy uh, Jonagan, Bill Crawford. Um, and like I said, it's at the beautiful Byam Theaters. Uh, tickets are on sale right now. Uh, you can go to my uh, website, harlanwilliams.com. Just click on my stand-up schedule, and you will see the link that takes you right to uh, the ticket purchase place. And uh, like I said, the DVE Comedy Festival, they do this every year. It's one night only, Friday night. What better way to kick off your summer June 27th, kick your summer off with laughter and come to this amazing event. I think the tickets, from what I hear, are going super fast. Uh, So we'll see you at the Byam Theater Friday, June 27th at 8 p.m. Oh, my God. And What is that? Get get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Get him out right now. I stand on attention for Captain Crunch's Chewy, chewy, raspberry, tangerine, coconut boat. Get out! I'm telling you, Roger, I'm this close to walking off my own podcast. Now, we'll see you at the DVE Comedy Festival. Also, uh, check out harlowwilliams.com. You can check out our, our web store there. Uh, you can write me if you have any uh, letters. You probably will after this fiasco, harlowwilliams.com. Or uh, if you want to leave a voicemail, uh, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. And that's pretty much it, man. I hope you had a great time here on the Harland Highway. 
Enjoy yourself. Have a great summer, everybody. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. And Captain Tangerine's raspberry swizzle fuzzle. Where are you going? Somebody come. I stand on guard for Captain Tangerine's raspberry fun ship. Ah, fuck. Please don't put this on. It's a retarded message. <laughs>